Welcome back to another episode of All in the Library, where two librarians talk about books. We talk to some authors, some students, and other people along the way. I am your host, Leslie Nicholson, a middle school librarian, and my co-host, Debbie Sewell, and I'm a high school librarian. Welcome to All in the Library. Thank you for joining us today. And today's episode, we are meeting with Susan K. Mitchell, children's author of Stone Pizza and the Rainforest Grew All Around, um, who's won some um, major awards for these. It's a major award. And we are so <laughs> excited Leg lamp. That, she, that she is able to join us. Susan, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know you are a new media specialist in the Humble ISD district, and we are so excited that you could find any time because I know with the little kids, it's crazy. So it tell, us, is. tell us a thank little you, bit. Thank you so much, Leslie and Deborah. I appreciate you guys having me. Yes, I, I, so I am a children's author, but more importantly, I am an humble librarian. That's my favorite job. Um, this is my first year at Groves Elementary as a, a librarian, a media specialist. Before that, I was a classroom teacher, a reading teacher for at Green Tree Elementary for 13 years. Um, I started writing uh, gosh, early 2000s, and I had my first book published finally in 2007. Since then, I've written over 30 books for children um, in the publishing world. Uh, most of them are nonfiction. I do write primarily nonfiction, which is what I enjoy, nonfiction book series. Um, but I do also have three picture books as well. Um, uh, the nonfiction series range from architecture, you know, it's called megastructures, giant architecture, roller coasters, animals, spies, um, biographies, all kinds of different things. Yeah, the spies look amazing. And I, know. I love I really thought that. Tell us how you went about getting published. Well, I started writing, um, I've always been a writer, all you kids, uh, all, anybody who writes anything is a writer, and I've always loved it. It came very easily to me, and I enjoyed it. That's why I was an English major in college, uh, something that I could do fairly uh, easily, and I, I liked it. Um, in the early 2000s, after I had my daughters and was kind of trying to decide, I was between jobs and trying to decide what I wanted to do before I became a teacher, um, I did start writing and I joined the Society for Children's Book Writers and Illustrators, which is a wonderful organization and anybody who's thinking about publishing in the children's world should do just that. It's a wonderful source. So I went to conferences and I wrote. That was the most important thing. Even more important than that, I read. You know, if you want to write a picture book, you should probably read at least a books. If you want to write a, a chapter book, you should probably read at least 25 chapter books so that you can get an idea of um, writing style and what publishing is. I did a lot of research in the publishing industry um, and made a lot of connections. And that really is what it boiled down to was networking and connections by going to those conferences, meeting agents, meeting publishers. Um, and I got my first break when I went to TLA conference um, with a friend and we went and I ended up meeting a, a gentleman with back then was called Garrett Stevens Publishing now uh, been bought out but um, we just met each other and kind of hit it off and he asked if I would be interested in sending in some writing samples and actually got my start writing for magazines so I um, would write for Hopscotch magazine and any magazines that would take open submissions uh, I had so I had some 
I had a lot of work and more than that, I had more than a million rejections. I still get rejections. I loved HubSpot magazine. Yeah, but, I, that, that's amazing. You had so many rejections, but you still were very successful. And are still successful. These are these are newer books. This whole um, secret world of spies. I mean, that's definitely in our newer realm, isn't it? Those well, and since I've been teaching, I honestly haven't written much mm -hmm. since my early years as teaching. The last thing I had come out was a joke book. Um, they asked me awesome. to write, <laughs> um, and fun. it was fun. Um, part of it, part of it was not. I do have a funny story on that one if you wanted to hear it. Um, but I haven't written anything just because teaching and learning it takes so much time, and I really do. My passion is with teaching, um, and that's why I love being a librarian. Yeah. When I was time. in elementary school, one of my favorite books that you did were *Curse Platypus*. What is the inspiration for that with the Australian uh, animals? I just love that book. Tell us about so, that. So, um, I will be really honest with you. When I started writing, I had babies. And mm -hmm. when my youngest wanted me to lie in bed with her, well, I still had dishes to do. I still have laundry to do. I still have mom things to do. And I didn't want to fall asleep. So, I would lay there and I would think of stories and, to keep myself awake. And that was how I actually came up with some of my... Um, story published and unpublished some of my storylines I would and what she would fall asleep I'd get up and I'd go write it down um Chris Platypus actually came about because I thought of the word first the story didn't exist my younger daughter fell down in the kitchen uh, kind of hard and I said oh baby girl did you go Chris Platypus and then I was like <laughs> okay that's a decent word I might could do something with that word and so I just started really thinking about the word and the thing about writing is it takes forever it just starts with an idea. I probably thought about that story for well up to a year before I even started figuring out what it was going to be. And so I would jot down notes and obviously it had to have a platypus. Obviously it has to fall down. Those are the things that made sense. And then I just started piecing the story together from there. Where did I want my, who were my characters? Where did I want my plot to go? Um, and I actually had to do a fair bit of research there. Uh, I had to know where I was going to put these animals, what kind of animals would be in that. So I had to do a lot of research even for a fictional story, but it all, all came down because my I have a clumpy kid. Nice. How old is that cl clumsy kid who was that clumsy, <laughs> that clumsy kid is now a uh, junior at the University of North Texas, 20 years old, and um, still kind of loves that she was the inspiration for that story. She's studying studio art, and in her metalsmithing class, they had an assignment to make a um, make something that represented a character, in a, an animal character in a book, and me a bookmark that has a platypus on it um Aww, because that's, that's her so that's so <laughs> well, uh, shout out to unt that's my where i got my master's and my daughter that's where i'm working on mine now love it great programs yeah we're so glad how much longer do you till you get your certification I'm halfway a, done i've yay, got about another 15 hours to go not bad i know yeah i love it i'm so glad well, we are just um, so excited. Is there anything that you would like to, one of your books that you could kind of talk to us a little bit about to um, book talk your book? You know, any book talk of my books? Yeah. You know, I, will, I feel weird talking about myself. Um, I, I'd rather talk about other people's books. But, <laughs> um, I'll be real honest with you. Um, I enjoy writing the nonfiction the most just because I am 
one of the lifelong learners who loves to just find out something new and you know i have to research these things if i want to write about them and so you know figuring out all these things about spies was cool and you know written two roller coaster books and consequently have ruined every roller coaster we've ever been in line for because i'm trying to explain the physics of it and no one can <laughs> Do you like to um, ride roller coasters? Do you ride I, them? I do like them. I haven't ridden any oh. of them. Like everyone always, I'm like, have not. But, you know, you have to do the research. I love to research and find things out. And that's honestly why I like writing the nonfiction stuff so much. As far as my picture books go, I've got the biggest place in my heart for Rainforest Grew All Around. It was my very first book that ever got an acceptance. And it is now, it has sold well over 50,000 copies and it is in at least four different languages. Nice. And you Congratulations. do so wonderful. And it's just, honestly, it's not the words that make it, it's Connie McLennan's illustrations that make it such a beautiful piece of art. And to see somebody do that with my words was just uh. amazing. And even that book is nonfiction. It's got nonfiction sidebars all about the rainforest. So. Uh, kind of a nonfiction junkie when it comes to writing. It was definitely a favorite of my uh, at Deerwood Elementary when I was there. So, oh, that's nice that to know. Oh, tell us about. I was reading your bio on your website. So you were a English major, right? I did. I had no idea that I I did not have education on my radar whatsoever. <laughs> Fool I was. Um, this is the best job in the world. I can't imagine that I ever did anything else. I being a teacher and now a librarian so so much but um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do but I knew I loved to read and write so majoring in English literature seemed like something you also minored do. in two interesting things so, I did. so in college um, in liberal arts um, I went to the University of Texas Pookum and um, you have to have a minor as well and that means you take a certain amount of hours and so I actually double minored uh, but one of the things that I minored in was primatology which is the study of primates monkeys wow. uh, and apes and I feel like that those lessons have made me be such a good teacher <laughs> I love it. Yes. I've gotten more lessons in life from that than anything else but no I really did I was just fascinated with physical anthropology um, at the time you know that this was uh, a while ago. So there were, you know, animals to look at. I mean, we did have, uh, so I would sit in a room and observe um, Zervit and Sykes monkeys uh, on campus. Um, obviously, an animal lab is no longer there. Um, and just watch their social interactions and record them and observe the, the relationships. And you know, I just thought it was fascinating. So I did a lot of that. Um, the other thing I might- You and, and Jane Goodall. I mean, she did gorillas, but still. Uh, <laughs> still, still, I mean, yeah, no. I just always thought that that was fun. And in fact, um, my oldest daughter, who went to the University of Texas, majored in human biology, but she got a minor in primatology, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. An apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's wonderful. Unfortunately, well, I, mean, I just yeah. thought that was fascinating because you, I knew you had done the animal books and. I didn't know that nonfiction was your, your love. That's so interesting. You know, and it's not the thing that I read, but it is the thing I like to write. I like to write it because it's so um, interesting to learn new things and then to be able to put that into a form where a kid's going to read. I just really enjoy that. Well, thank you so much. We are so glad to, to have a chance to talk to you today about your, your process and your books and 
and uh, we are we are very honored that you are in our district and uh, serving as a um, librarian there. So um, thank you. And um, we I don't know if you would love to join us, but we have a lightning round that uh, we do at the end of all of our podcasts where we have 60 seconds. Uh, we give each of us 60 seconds to book talk as many as we can and see what happens. Are you going to join us? Oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Join us. Okay. Okay. So what I'm going to do here, Susan, we'll put you, we'll let you go on first. And um, let's see, I'll get my clock. Are you, you, do you have everything you need to begin yours? I'm going to start my clock at uh, six. see my timers at one minute. You have a minute. Sorry. If I said you that. tell me when it's up. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. And go. My favorite author of all time is Dan Geimanhart. The best books he's ever written are Some Kind of Wonderful, Some Kind of Courage and The Honest Truth. Honest Truth will make you ugly cry so hard you're going to need all the Kleenex that exists. And Some Kind of Courage is one of the best Westerns. I wish they would make it a book. I just got there reading, uh, I always read all the blue bonnets. Just got there reading Lexi McGill of Teleportation Tournament. Oh, also, if you like Lexi McGill and the Teleportation Tournament, uh, Escape from Mr. Limoncello's Library is the bomb. Alan Grant, Refugee. That is an amazing tale of historical things. Three things. Don't know how he brings them together, but he does with all those lines tight and neat. My favorite chapter book series for young kids that's really fun is Desmond Cole Ghost Patrol. Great. It's under the scary, but it's really just kind of funny. And I love that it's got diverse characters. Um, right now, I am obsessed with Jacqueline Woodson. I'm always obsessed with her. Uh, Before the Ever After is an amazing tale of um, football and what happens uh, with CTE, which is a, was not known. Oh, there we go. Oh, how many was that? Was that six? Seven. It's seven. Seven. Oh my gosh, you have done the most of oh, ever Congratulations. I want to read all ever Nobody's ever accused me of not talking too much. <laughs> well, if you don't mind, could you go ahead and just list those titles with the author? Since you yes. had seven of them. Go ahead and just list them out. Before the Ever After with Jacqueline by Jacqueline Woodson. Some Kind of Courage and The Honest Truth by Dan Guyman Hart. Desmond Cole Ghost Patrol series by Andres Medioso. Uh, oh gosh, what else did I do? Oh, Refugee by Alan Grants mm -hmm. and Lexi McGill in the teleportation tournament, which is oh. on the Bonnet list. And um, oh, Mr. Escape from Mr. Flamencello's Library by Chris Gravenstein. Nice job. Nice job. What level is the one that you said would ugly cry? What what oh, age is honest truth? It's absolutely elementary. Oh, uh, but anybody would love that. It's like I have it in my library. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, okay. you should. Yeah, I have it, it, it sounded like, like fourth to seven. Okay, okay great. I want to read. My it. fourth graders read it all the time. Okay, I've got to read that one. That one just oh. was, that sparked my attention right there. I really That's like amazing. how she did that that fast. I, I'm going to tell you that we can't. We've not gotten past two. <laughs> <laughs> I think we go way too many details. I like the way you did it. You've taught us yeah. something. Thank it you. Is. But you, you heard, I mean, just saying ugly cry. We've, I want to go grab that. I have, I have a display. I, I normally tell the kids, I normally tell the kids, it's like, it's going to be like full on, like your <laughs> snot. Like that's how. It'll be like where the red fern grows, does it to me? Oh, uh, yeah. And then little Anne, no, I just, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you going next or me, Leslie? You can go next. Let okay. me get my, uh. I don't think I can top Susan. I, 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 she's I, amazing. Yeah. 
Okay, here we go, Debbie. Let's These go are high school. These are high school level. Okay. Good. Ready? Call. All right. And go. Okay. Lee Bardugo, Six of Crows. It just came out as a Netflix and it was a kind of compilation with Shadow on Bone. But Kaz Brecker is offered a chance at this deadly heist that's never been breached of this um, prison. And him and six dangerous outcasts try to do it. And it's really fascinating. I think you'll like it. The next one, Majesty by Catherine McGee. I love her first one, the American Royals. But this time, the daughter has become the queen first ever. You know, she's a Washington because George Washington took the crown way back instead of uh, turning it into a republic. And so she's the, the president. Well, she's the queen now and what happens to her and her friend and her sister it has lots of drama and lots of boys in it so you'll like that one if you like anything like kate and william and and megan and harry truly devious by marion johnson this is wonderful it is a mystery it's three book series i love it so much there's this really prestigious academy and they pick these really cool artists and brightest thinkers and uh, oh it's great <laughs> That's how I get. I get. I got three. <laughs> you got three. That's pretty darn good. That's, for, that's, for good. that's the most I've ever gotten. You've inspired me, Susan. Okay, your turn. No, I do. I like her. I like the way you brought that in. So I definitely want to do that. Leslie, uh, you want me to time you? Uh, that would be fantastic. Okay. Worry about time I'm ready. I'm ready. Mark, get set, go. Starting with Measuring Up by Lily Lamont. It is about a graphic novel about 12-year-old Cece who moves to Taiwan and she really wants to fit in in her school, but she wants more than anything to uh, bring her grandmother over to celebrate her 70th birthday. So she enters a cooking contest. And so you have to read to find out was she able to make money. Number two is Full of Beans by Jennifer L. Holm. It's historical fiction. And you bring in um, from the world of Turtle in Paradise that she had written. This is um, through uh, the eyes of Turtle's cousin, Beans set in the 1930s, middle of the Great Depression, and he's trying to help make some cash to help his family out. Mrs. Smith's Spy School for Girls by Beth McMullins, about 12-year-old Abigail, discovers her, uh, she's part of her elite boarding school is his top international spy ring, so she's got to learn these skills in order to find her mother. Then we have Ghost Squad, it's by Clara, Clarabelle Ortega, and you gotta think Coco meets Stranger Things with a little hint of Ghostbusters there because ghosts are the family business. And shortly before, <laughs> ding 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 uh, ding ding, got a few, got a few. Oh, so how many did you get? There. Five? Did you get five, Leslie? No, one, two, three, four. And that, that was awesome. Almost congratulations. Five, yeah. Okay. So let's just d double check. Um, so I talked about Measuring Up by Lily Lamont, Full of Beans by Jennifer Holm, Mrs. Smith Spy School for Girls by Beth McMullen and Ghost Squad by Clarabelle Ortega. Debbie, you were talking about- I did about Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo, uh, Majesty, the second in the American Royals book by Catherine McGee, who is a Texas author, just like you, uh -huh. and also is on the spot list for 2021, and Truly Devious by Maureen Johnson, a mystery. Love that book. And it's a good one. I've read the first one. All right. Well, that ends uh, today's podcast. And uh, tune in again. Remember to put down that phone and pick up a book. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.